Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our segment, Tricks of the Trade. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hey, hey. So today we're going to talk about little tricks that Brian and I have discovered over the years, or uh, over the few years that we've had Parkinson's. Um, I'm actually going to let Brian go first, because if you're watching this, he has a lot of neat little gadgets in front of him. So Brian, why don't you start talking about what they are and why so i think i think you and sam and i were having a conversation at the gym and we talked about how life-changing electric toothbrush was Uh, amazing like exactly it was made a big difference because with my parkinson's making that circular repetitive motion Mm -hmm. brushing teeth i couldn't do it and so i I was like just brushing back and forth and back and forth (laughs) it's like that so i know i remember standing in front of the mirror and i was like it's one of those things that I actually meant to do it before this episode just to try like doing a regular uh, yeah. toothbrush and going back and forth, back and back and forth because it doesn't sound like it's that bad. But in the morning and it's like a routine and you want to go quick and it's like you're trying to go fast and it's like all of a sudden yeah. your hand's like not, yeah. moving. You're not moving. Like, okay, this isn't working anymore. And the electric toothbrush. So the electric like, toothbrush was the answer to that. So that one was uh, a, a savior there. Staying on the top of, of oral care, mm-hmm. we have, you know, uh, flossing your teeth is, yeah. can get difficult, wrapping the floss yeah. around trying to get there. So these little uh, picks. picks or plaques, plaques or plaque or picks or whatever that um, come have come in handy. My dentist has highly recommended those. Mm-hmm. So those have been coming handy as far as that goes. Staying in the bathroom, we have the electric shaver. Mm-hmm. I just as many men don't like electric shavers because they don't shave your neck as close. And mm-hmm. they, but this one, I researched them. I went, they get, can get very expensive to very you know, reasonably priced. I, I want it with the middle of the road one, mm-hmm. and it does very good. It does a good job. So, so. do you ever use a straight razor? Yeah, anymore? a lot of times I still, I still use a straight razor when I get out just to clean up my neck yeah. or you know stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, I still have a straight razor. I still use it. And then maybe once a week or so, I'll just use that versus the electric. Yeah. But, you know, I can do that in the shower when I'm showering. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's made it a lot easier to shave. Yeah. I'm super excited. Oh, what? I'm excited for that oh, that the, thing. So this is a rocker knife. And a, or an, o, an OT told me I was t- complaining about having... So once again, you can't do that repetitiveness. That cutting of the steak or mm-hmm. the vegetables or whatever you want to cut. Um, so you're putting, I can't put, I could not put pressure on the knife and cut back and forth. And I was, I made the comment that I never, when I go out on dates, if I ever go out on dates, um, I never wore a steak because I can't cut it. And she was like, well, use a rocker knife. And I was like, what's a rocker knife? And here, this is an example of a rocker knife. Um, there's many different kinds There's single blade. This is a double blade. This is a very large one. There's some, a lot of smaller ones. And basically what you do is you set set it on your food and you rock back and forth and it cuts that is the so food cool instead of having to make that motion with the knife and put yeah. pressure on it so it, it it works amazing um this is like i said it's about a one inch blade so it can cut this way and then this way and i got my meat and one inch by one inch so how long have you had it 
Um, I, you know, I mentioned to a couple of friends of mine, I was looking at them and they actually went out and bought that for me off of Amazon. Aww. So, um, you I've had, a, I've had, yeah, I do have friends, believe me. <laughs> um, so, so that's, they make smaller ones, mm-hmm. um, that you can, uh, that you can get. And they, like I said, that aren't, aren't quite as bulky as that one, but they're, they are amazing to use and good, uh, good for, uh, I could have even used that when like the kids were babies and you yeah. have to chop up all that, like that food. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, but you said it can come in singles. Like yeah, it single comes like slicers. yeah, it comes with like you can, like I said. There's a bunch of different brands, a bunch of different ones out there. Mm-hmm. And to me, this has a, the grip is backwards. Like, why would I grip it this way? Anyway, what? <laughs> it looks like your fingers are supposed to go here. Oh, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> but, but I never realized. All right, that so whoever manufactures those, you might want to change that. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's been it's been it's been very helpful. Um, Do you put that in your pocket for dates? I don't. I, oh. I need to get a smaller one and oh. just not order steak. Would you really put it in your pocket? No. <laughs> Going out on a date with a knife probably isn't a good idea. Oh, that would be a whole different story. Yeah. All right. What else do you have? So we got the roller mouse. This is my newest thing. I just bought this a week ago. I, I'm still new to it. This is um, there's a bunch of different kinds out there. Some of them you move with your thumb. Some you move with your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That one is I like it because with my rigidity, I basically I have to move my whole elbow. My wrist doesn't just move the mouse. So yeah. I, I'm constantly doing this. Oh. Oh, I, I should get one of these because um, that's where I can't. I don't move the mouse. So you just move this. You just move the ball, ball thing. and that moves the mouse. And I know every. I know other people probably have these. It's like a normal thing, but yeah. I never. And what I would do is go to a, a, a an office supply store and try because they make them different ways. Yeah. Like that one's in the middle. Some of them are on the more on the the right side or you know where the ball is. Oh, depending my gosh. on whether you want to move it with your. So what I have trouble there is I have trouble moving with my. You have to click with your thumb. Yeah. And so that's well, that's it takes a little bit to get used to. Yeah. But I've had it for about a week and a half now, and so I'm still getting used to it. I love this. I don't know why I never. I never even questioned it. Like, I literally, like, I just still keep my hand on my mouse, but I don't move it. I yeah. use the... the um, I, I would move my whole wrist or my whole arm. So, like, I'm trying to get the mouse to move. And I'm, Mine would just, like, stay, like, yeah. like trying to, yeah. I nope. Rollerball roller ball mouse are life-changing. mouse. Okay. I love that. So, we talked a little bit about foot cramps. And mm-hmm. not all of us have amazing spouses like you. Some of us have to take care of ourselves. <laughs> Stop it. And so in taking care of myself, I have found that when my foot cramps, a little cross ball or a tennis ball or a baseball, whatever I have laying around from mm-hmm. the dogs or my son, mm-hmm. it just hanging onto the wall and rolling my foot out on it. Yeah, me. I've heard of that. Um, so that's, that's been very helpful. Derek can stop over, though, anytime and rub your feet. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't have a better looking friend than Derek. Maybe I'll find somebody for you. So, and then the last thing I brought with me is just a rubber band. So we talked a little bit about um, foot, um, toes cramping. And Mm -hmm. so my feet, my toes originally when they started having problems, my left foot would spread out and I couldn't get them back together. Like they just wouldn't like this, this big toe would just Uh try to stretch out as far as it could. Um, So I, what my doctor, the neurologist recommended just you know, if I did not want to put a sock on all the time, mm-hmm. just taking a rubber band and you know, not twisting it and putting it tight and cutting off the blood circulation, but just giving that pressure on your foot. 
Um, and that had become very helpful to me as far as stopping the toes from curling, just having that natural pressure, mm-hmm. um, like you have a sock on or like yeah. you have a, a shoe on. That's um, interesting. So that's, that's been helpful to me. Now, it, it, it hasn't been helpful now that it's trying to bury itself. I was going to say, that's like... It's opposite of what it's doing now. So I guess I didn't realize that when... Because some people have told me about the rubber band thing. And I was like, okay, I can see, you know, how that would work with some some instances, but I didn't realize it's because some people their their toes are spread out. That, Mine are that they're too tight together. Right. So it's like I need something to help separate right. them. But maybe you could just put that put it in the <laughs> knife thing. Yeah, that'll work. Um, those are awesome. I I I, I mean, at this one I'm actually gonna invest in and probably yeah. the knife too and then so. and then the other the other thing there's like you know the other thing that you have to look at doing is getting dressed so there's i don't have any now but if i have to ever interview again uh probably do clip-on ties because i can't yeah. tie tie my hands just don't work that what about well. buttons for you buttons are i can do buttons now i had trouble with it before but i'm very slow with it you know they do make shirts they have the, the, there's magnets behind the buttons, mm, oh. and so it looks like your shirt is buttoned, Nuh-uh. but it's it's actually magnetized. So there's That's a lot of stuff out there. If you yeah. if you're interested, go on the internet, search up. And I'm sure all of us have seen the spoon that's made with the camera technology that mm-hmm. it shakes um, and it doesn't spill your soup or whatever. Really, it's made with the uh, cell phone camera technology. So like when you so when you're taking a picture and you're moving. Uh-huh. It, 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 keeps the camera still so there's a spoon out there that as you shake and bring your your soup up to your yeah. mouth or your food to your mouth it doesn't shake the spoon oh wow i need to do more research do you want to ask me what my what is yours are? thanks i'm so glad you asked um so i also do the electric toothbrush there's a few things that i i am aware of but i haven't um had to do just yet but um, eyeliner, I think, is going to become a problem for me. It might become a problem for you too, but um, so eyeliner, I, I have to put it on um, r- after I take my medication because even uh, like right before I took my medicine this afternoon at twelve, I could tell I'm like, okay, I'm I can't I can't put it on. <laughs> You're right poking now. yourself in the <laughs> eye. It'll, it'll like go everywhere. <laughs> but so right now I can actually I can still do that. But they can tattoo eyeliner on. Um, so that might be in my future and then I won't have to do my makeup every day. So that's kind of nice. Um, I did do fake eyelashes and I know another, uh, person that we work out with, um, also did fake eyelashes and that's just, again, helpful for everybody does it now, but it's, you know, so that I don't poke myself in the eye, something else to do. Um, I don't have one with me, but did you ever use those shoe horns? I I did not. No. Is that what they're called? Yeah. So my my biggest thing is I used to just slide my shoes right on, and now like sometimes if my foot's too rigid, it's like I'm like I completely stop and I'm like stuck or frozen, and um, I need to I should use a shoehorn. I just don't use it that much. Um, and these are again like tricks I guess, but I use cruise control like all the time because my foot gets so rigid with my on the right side. Um, Another trick is um, I, I have a daughter who loves to paint nails. So instead of me having to go ahead and do it, she does it for me. So that's, that's been working out for me too. Um, there's also, you talked about shirts. I looked into shoes a while back. And, what? No, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like you're going to say something inappropriate. 
Um, no, but I looked at shoes a while back when I was still trying to get myself to wear high heels. And there was this um, store that I looked into, I think it was in New York, and they weren't Parkinson specific, but it, like you can order different sizes um, of each shoe and like the width and like there was a cushion and all this stuff. So I tried that. Um, it worked for a little bit. But. Yeah, I had friends that were laughing at me because they said I was because I another thing that I struggle with at times is getting the button and zipper down in my pants in time to use the restroom after. You know. <laughs> so I struggle with that. And so I had friends that laughed and they said that I was going to wear slip on shoes with uh, uh, elastic, elastic pants. Elastic waistbands. Yeah, so elastic. you can get the uh, like pregnancy pants and shower shoes. We're yeah, going back there too. Great. <laughs> I'm sure it's a wonderful outfit. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, in our last 30 seconds, I'd like to leave you with this. While you might not feel uh, lucky because we have Parkinson's, feel good about the fact that we live in a time where innovations are truly endless. We can live as normal as possible with the products that we have available. And if there's something that you wish you had, maybe you can be the creator of it. Who knows? Parkinson's could be a blessing in disguise. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Bradenberg. To contact us, send an email to info at 5k4jk.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.